And now back to The Rich Eisen Show. Now, and now. Live from the Rich Eisen Show studio in Los Angeles. The Rich Eisen Show. He can't quit us. us. And we can't quit you either. <laughs> Earlier on the show, ESPN senior writer Kevin Van Valkenburg. Still to come, 49ers linebacker Fred Warner. Steelers running back Najee Harris. Plus your phone calls, latest news, and more. And now, it's Rich Eisen. Can confirm. Can confirm it is me back here in the Rich Eisen Show chair um, after uh, a couple of weeks uh, of walkabout and uh, three uh, three of my friends back in studio were all of us together. Chris Brockman and Mike Del Tufo. Hey, good to see hey, you. Rich. Top What's of up, our man? number two of this show, TJ Jefferson. What up, though? Good to see you, sir. It's good to be seen. I bet. Yeah. <laughs> Better than the alternative. Now, is- did you think I'd come back fat? No. Let's just no. Let's no. 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 talk about there, there's there's the Open Championship wow. victory uh, and 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 baseball's uh, break here in Los Angeles All Star Game tomorrow night Home Run Derby tonight uh, a couple of uh, NFL training camps opening today rookies for rookies. the Bills and for the Raiders lots to talk about but the 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 the, the uh, uh, burning question that I have for you is did you guys think I'd come back from my vacation fat because I've lost weight I don't know if you've noticed did you notice. No, What's the matter with you people? It's been so long since I've seen you. I kind of forgot. What you <laughs> oh, my God. Like, That's just ridiculous. <laughs> um, no. Fred uh, Warner, the 49ers, about to call him, by the way. The thing is, is like uh, eating the food over there, which we notice that you eat a lot of food. In Italy, yeah. Right. Um, yes. It's also healthy and clean because it's all fresh. It is that. And you don't snack during the day. The only thing you think about for food when you're over in Italy is when you're having breakfast, what's for lunch? <laughs> right. And when you're having lunch, what's, what's for, for dinner? dinner? And yeah. then when you're having dinner, where are we eating tomorrow? That's well, basically the way it goes. Dessert? I'm sure you had a Oh, well, there's Dolce. There's Dolce. Yeah. Uh, I, don't, I don't have the Gabbana. <laughs> I have the Dolce. Uh, the tiramisu is uh, spectacular. Uh, I mean, wherever you go. Uh, but I just want to make sure. That, uh, honestly. I, did, I did not think you were going to be fat, no. I okay. thought you just kind of, you always kind of looked the same. Okay. Is that a compliment? That's a compliment. Thank you so yeah, much. I appreciate that. We're back here on the Rich Eisen Show, uh, and joining us back here on the program, I, I don't know if you saw this, uh, there was a USA Today to write up top 10 linebackers in the National oh, Football League. We were doing lists last week, too. He was rated one. Ooh. Rated number one, right there in the middle of the San Francisco 49ers defense, getting set to get back out there after coming up just so short of the Super Bowl last year. What a remarkable run the Niners had last year. Joining us on the Mercedes-Benz Vans phone line is uh, uh, the terrific Fred Warner. How are you doing, Fred? Man, I'm doing outstanding, Rich. I appreciate you having me on. Did you have? Did you see that uh, you were named the top linebacker in the NFL by uh, by USA Today? Did you see that one? I saw that one. No, I, I didn't see that. I didn't. Uh, mm-hmm. I know this time of year they love to to come out with lists like that. Well, you we're, know what I'm saying? We're, so, we're, uh, I don't know how yeah, you, no, Fred. I don't know how you are. We're bored. We can't wait for football to get back. <laughs> right. I mean, <laughs> right, right. How do you oh, like? Right. How are you feeling right now? I mean. Uh, you're getting ready. The grind is about to hit, correct? San Francisco, right. you report to training camp on the 26th of July, if I'm not mistaken. Right, right. Yeah, I'm itching. I'm itching, man. And, you know, like you said, like we're all, we're all ready. We're all ready to get this show on the road and, and get back to playing football again. Uh, the, greatest, the greatest sport, you know, in, in the world. And so just excited to get going again and uh, get back to work. And so let's get into the getting into work, Fred Warner. Um so the, you, I'm sure you've heard the narrative. If not, I'll just repeat it. Um, that uh, Trey Lance is not 
ready, some people believe, to take this team to where it needs to go, to where Jimmy Garoppolo has taken it, to where Jimmy Garoppolo could still take it. Uh, But the Niners are going to turn to him, and uh, he's not potentially ready for it. What can you tell me on that front, Fred Warner? Yeah, I mean, I've I've spoken about Trey, you know, a lot. Um, You know, and I I know this this offseason has been, that's kind of been the, uh, like you mentioned, the narrative of everybody's asking, oh, is Trey ready? And is Trey going to be the guy? And all these other questions. And I've I've continued to say, man, uh, just how much I've I've admired the way Trey has has taken on, uh, you know, just all the criticism, all all the, um, I guess you could say, like the pressure that people are trying to put on him. You know, he's been super professional about it, especially with how young he is, um, very mature for his age. And so just the things that you see from him uh, in, in the small the small things that y'all, that everybody else outside of the building sees from him. I mean, that should give you a good sense of like the maturity for such a young player. And, you know, if, if given the reins, like what, uh, the way that he would handle it, you know? And so I, I can continue to, to sit here and tell you how, um, you know, how great of a person and player that he is. Um, you know, I've already spoken on that, but, uh, you know, whatever, whatever it may be, I know that he is for sure. If given, the, the range that he's ready for it. Um, he's very professional and mature and, and uh, ready for whatever he's given. Well, again, I, I don't want you to tell any tales out of school, unless, of course, you want to, but has he not been given the reins? Hasn't it, is it not apparent to everybody there that he is going to be your week one starter in, in Chicago right now, Fred? You know, yeah, I mean, Kyle, Kyle's the, you know, the, the brains of the operation. I let him handle all that kind of stuff, you know, my job as, you know, the middle linebacker for our defense to make sure that I'm ready to go, um, you know, and, and uh, at the top of my game for, for this side of the ball and, and let them handle out that side. And, uh, you know, I know it's a it's a, it's a a big operation to operate as a team. And, um, you know, and so I'm just making sure I'm doing my part in the puzzle. And so uh, the little things that you mentioned moments ago, can you give me an example of a little thing that Lance has done and you're like, okay, that's that's a QB in the NFL? that I know of what do you think yeah I mean just just doing the little things right you know working hard keeping his head down staying humble uh not letting the outside criticism get to him uh, I haven't seen him mention it one time you know and the times I've seen him on you know having to approach the media and the way that he goes about that and and letting them know that that's not something that he's worried about he's worried about the opinion of his coaches and teammates you know and, and just uh just doing the little things right I think that's what ultimately is going to allow him to be successful uh, in this league. And, you know, uh, just so you're aware, uh, Fred Warner, um, you know, I I have been sitting from this chair from which I'm uh, talking to you right now, that this is his team, that he's ready for it, that uh, he's got an immense upside, and that's why the Niners went and traded for him. And, of course, to trade all all those picks, of course, you're going to just have to go with him. And, and, And whatever ups and downs there may be, you just hope that there's more ups and you could scheme for more ups and, He's got an incredible upside, and you go along with it. So uh, I just wanted to get that out there before I ask you one more question uh, about him uh, on this front in, involving Lance here is that, you know, he has an immense ability and uh, a, a chance to to rest this team. Do you think there is uh, enough on this team, even from your side of the ball, to follow? Should he be that guy leading, Fred Warner? Uh, you said uh, in terms of, you know what surround like what what is our team look like going into the season? Is that is that what you mean? Well, I mean, I just I mean just like you know, it's 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 his 
it's his team. Let's just say, like, you show up and uh, in, let me get this right, uh, the SAP Performance Facility in Santa Clara. And it's just mm-hmm. like, this is it. Because he, he, he said to me at the Super Bowl uh, when, when we were talking uh, that, sure, part of the reason why people talk about him this way is he hasn't gotten much of a chance. He just needs the mm-hmm. reps. And it looks like he's getting right. the reps. And so my, my question is that if, if, if you show up there and the coach says, this is our guy, he's got the, the juice in the locker room to basically have everyone follow is what I'm asking. For sure. For sure. No, I mean, he's, and he's, he's sitting in with the group from since day one, you know, I think he's come in uh, like with the right mindset, the humility, um, you know, he's the, the, just the, the front office is continue to bring guys in that love the game. They love football. They, they're good people, um, you know, and trades continue to work hard. And that's kind of how you, that's how you build respect amongst your teammates and your peers, you know, is by is by putting in the work day in and day out. And guys seeing that, um, you know, and seeing that confidence build within him uh, going into his second year, you know, being out there uh, during OTA workouts and practices and, um, you know, continuing to do that in training camp like I know he will. So uh, he for sure has the respect amongst his teammates. Got Fred Warner of the San Francisco 49ers here on the Rich Eisen Show. So um, the defense and how how – how it's looking going into the season. What can you preview for me based on what we saw last year and your ability to uh, take a step forward this year, Fred? What can you give me on yeah. that front? The, the expectation is to, is to be the best always, to be the number one defense. Um, you know, last season I feel like we had a really good year. I don't, I don't know where we, where we finished in the rankings, right, for, for overall defense, but uh, I know we were at the tops, and I know that given – what we did last year and who we're bringing back and the, and the fire that we're bringing back and, you know, in our bellies knowing that we want to be the best. I know we're only going to get better. Um, you know, and you're, you're either getting better or you're getting worse. And so I think we're, we're choosing, we're choosing the better of the two. Um, and it starts in training camp. Well, it's already started, you know, so it starts in the beginning of the off season and putting in that work. Uh, like I know we did in OTAs and then continuing to do that in training camp. Uh, and so I'm really excited to see his work. How good is D'Amico Ryan's your DC, and and the fact that you get to plug into and he uh, you um, him having played the same position, similar position, Fred? Sure, yeah, he's the best. He's the best, and I, I don't just say that just because obviously he's my coach. I, I just I know what what greatness looks like, and he he exudes that every day. Um, you know, not only just as a coach, but just as a as a person. He did so. He did so as a player too. You know, just the leadership ability. Um, the teachability that he that he possesses, and uh, you know, continuing to want to get better uh, as a, as a coach and wanting this group to get better, and pushing us and um, making sure that he's prepared uh, every single day um, to make sure he gives us his best self. So uh, I know he's going to come in ready to go as well. Man, what was it like in that NFC Championship game last year? Man, I mean, for for this franchise to go into that building and be able to maybe own it for the rest of your playing days, right? And then play right. for the Super Bowl in that building. Uh, I mean, to do that to the Rams and the opportunity that was there, uh, I, I'm wondering what you're, when you look back on it, what you think of Fred Warner for you. Yeah, I mean, it was, uh, it was, it was a very, it was a very crazy season to say the least. You know, the way that it kind of went, the ups and downs um, and, the fact that we even made it to that game after some of those adversities that we hit throughout the season. And, uh, I mean, you talk about that week 17 game being there trying to beat the Rams and 
pulling that off somehow, being down at half and, um, you know, going into Green Bay and beating them, being MVP. Um, you know, it, it was a it was a crazy season. We had the opportunity, you know, right there to kind of to make it happen, and we didn't we didn't capitalize on that opportunity uh, in that game. And you know, the Rams went on and and they won they won the Super Bowl. You know, just like just, you know, just as they as they should. They're a very good football team. Um, and so I think going into this season, that's gonna that's gonna for sure. Um, that's for sure going to rest with us. Uh, that feeling that we had in that NFC Championship game, knowing that we want to get back to that game and and win it, you know, so we can have another opportunity at, at winning a championship. And then you know to to go into Dallas and do what you did in that in that in that postseason run. Mike McCarthy, the Cowboys coach, said afterwards that the Cowboys were were nervous to start the game. Did you sense that from your side of the football, Fred? Uh, I don't. I mean, I don't know if I, I don't know if we sense that. Uh, I think that was that was another hard fought game, you know, one I should have mentioned, but I, I, I wouldn't have said that I thought they were nervous. I know it's it was um, you know, a young team, a lot of young superstars on that team who hadn't been in, in the playoff experience probably. Um, you know, a lot of our a lot of us on our team we, we had been there and we knew the situation and how, how the game the game should go and so um yeah, I don't I, I think it was just a hard fought game between two good teams. Fred Warner here on the Rich Eisen Show. Before before I let you go, uh, week one, you're at Chicago. Five's breaking the huddle, right? I'm always doing that because I, I do love Trey Lance. Five's breaking the huddle. <laughs> uh, offensively, you're 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 getting that ready to come out there. Let's just say, right? Uh, you win the toss, and and coach says we'll take the ball. Puts the offense out there first. You're standing there, maybe getting ready to get out there. Five breaks the huddle. Does 19 break the huddle with five? What do you think? What's your two cents on that right now, Fred? What do you think? I'm putting it out there. You're good. Hey, you're, you're good, man. You're good. I'll appreciate uh, that. Here's the thing. Here's the thing is yes, we always defer. So the defense is for sure going to be out there first. Okay. So then you, you, that's, that's not a realistic, that's not realistic. Uh, that's not realistic. Look, right? Okay. So then let's, let's walk through it then. So uh, you win the toss, you defer, you defer, <laughs> you defer, you get out there, you show Justin Fields that 2022 is exactly the way that 2021 went for him. Okay. Uh-huh. okay so I'm, I'm buttering yeah. you up, obviously to get the answer. Now we, to now the we question. love it. Okay. Now, okay. now we're getting, you're feeling good. You're three and out. Okay. You three and out. You get uh-huh. some good field position for, for five, five breaks the huddle. Does 19 break the huddle? with him what do you think man i sure hope so I, I sure hope so man he's one of the best football players in the nfl so uh yeah i, I sure hope so he's out there i gotta be honest with you i couldn't have been more stunned uh about whatever the heck started happening i have no idea where it is right now well, uh, i couldn't have been more stunned because uh, he is such an identity maker for your team you're one of them Fred Warner, uh, Kittle's another, obviously. Uh, Debo is another. Uh, Bosa could, you know, we, I could go on and on because there's so many dynamic players on your team. He's one of them, and he's so identified mm-hmm. with the way that you play and the way that you hit and the way that you uh, you make business decisions occur for your opponents so often. Did you did you have any sense that things might be not going um, copacetic with him and the team at all, Fred? Yeah, I mean, I think when each player that goes through that process, you know, from uh, a teammate's perspective, you yes. got, and knowing that I've been through that process as well, you know, you got to let that guy go through it, you know, however it may go. Mm. Um, you know, I know there's been ups and downs, and uh, that's just kind of, that's another part of it that a lot of people don't see. Like, you see you see the games on Sundays and, and things like that, but this is kind of just another part of that process, and Debo's going through that with, 
uh, you know, with the guys who are in charge of that on the team, you know. And so I know there's a lot of time left in uh, Debo. The thing I can say about Debo is he's an amazing player as well as a teammate. Um, you know, that's my guy. And so I know he, he, he'll get whatever he deserves. And, uh, you know, I, I know in good time that things will work themselves out. Do you talk to him about that sort of stuff? Like when was the last time you, you, you chatted, connected with him, Fred? Yeah, I mean, I kind of, I've let him, I've let him handle that process. Right. Um, and so I, I, I saw him at OTAs and, uh, he was looking great, you know, in, in great spirits too. So it was good to see him back and, and be back with his teammates. And, um, you know, everybody, everybody understands that part of it, right? You know, it's, it's, it's not, it's just part of how it goes. And so letting him handle that process as he, as he may. Fred, I appreciate the time. What are you doing between now and training camp? Do you, did you travel? What did you do? Anything this summer at all? Yeah, I, you know, I just got married. Hey, you know, got married a couple weeks back. Yeah, Mazel Tov. Where, 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 yeah, where, when did you get married? When did that happen? Yeah, it was June twenty fifth. Oh. Yeah, we we got married in San Diego. Okay. Um, yeah, and then we went uh, on our honeymoon to Bora Bora for a couple of days. Oh. And, and then right back and then right back to work, man. Yeah. You went so swimming with turtles, swimming a little manatee, <laughs> little little manatee snorkeling. Is that what you did? Yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah, the whole nine. Wow. Okay, a Bora Bora honeymoon. Okay. Right. And now and now what do you what do you just uh do filling out the honey do list between now and training camp? Is that basically what it is? <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. <laughs> how long how, how long have you been with your uh, your wife now? Is it a long time or is this Yeah, we've been o- over 2 years. Okay. Over 2 years, yeah. So now we're what 2 weeks into into uh being married, I think a little over 2 weeks probably, but Wow. Okay. Counting very good. Congratulations, yeah. Fred. You've had a heck of an off season. What an off season. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Wow. Terrific. Well, let's uh let's stay in touch throughout the playing season. I always do enjoy our chats. You're always uh, you know, straightforward with me and uh, and I always appreciate that immensely. Thank you. Thanks for yeah, the time. I appreciate you, Rich. Thank I appreciate it. You got it. That's Fred Warner of the San Francisco 49ers. Trey Lance's San Francisco 49ers. Right here on the Rich Eisen show. It's Fred Warner's team. It's Kittle's team. Man, I got to get Debo. We got to get Debo back in there. Mm-hmm. We got to get Debo back in there. We got to get 19 back in there. What do we got? We got 726, the Niners open. You think Debo shows? Yeah. Is it going to be like TJ Watt? Is, Is he holding in? If hold, he holds in, I, I don't care. hold in? I want him holding in. Yeah. If I'm, the, if I'm a 49er fan right now, I want Debo. You show up, you hold in. And then whatever the money is, you got to give it to him. The problem is, is the problem is you can't move the 49ers to the East Coast. If that's the issue, no, I'm serious, man. If that is the issue, if that is in fact the issue that he doesn't want to play over there, and and anybody can sit there and go, well, come on, why would he do that? Why would he do that? Why would he do that? Devontae Adams left Aaron Rodgers. He wanted to go be closer to the West Coast, and he wanted to play with Derek Carr. That is something the two of these guys have apparently been talking about for a while. Remember we had David on? And he's like, they've been talking about it for years? And this is the, they've been, they tried it before, the it being Devontae winding up where Derek is? Because clearly Derek wasn't going to wind up where Devontae it was. So if it is something that is irreconcilable, which is where San Francisco and Santa Clara is located... <laughs> That's an irreconcilable difference. You can't fix that. To make Debo happy, Jed York's not going to call up David Tepper and say, hey, you want to swap spots? (laughs) 
<laughs> you know? Has that ever happened before? Uh, I don't think so. <laughs> Two teams. I don't just, know. I mean, we've seen players trade families. I don't know about yeah. franchises just and in, swap locations. Yeah, right, the old, the old <laughs> baseball story, right, where they yeah. swap wives even? I'm yeah. willing to bet that has happened at some point. Maybe not major leagues, but at some point, yeah, two like owners just, just, said, just like, let's yeah, just I'll take you. I'll take your market. You take mine. And <laughs> yeah. That probably happened. <laughs> you know? By the way, hey, Olbermann probably would know that off the top right? of his head. <laughs> you know? All right, FaceTime Keith. No. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, that's if, as long as that's not the issue, this is going to get handled. I think so. I mean, it's long because if it truly is dollars and cents, we're going to figure that out. If it is him telling Shanahan, I don't want to run it a million times. Yeah. I don't want 200 carries. That might be irreconcilable. Yeah. Because if if Kyle's like, look, this gives us the best chance to win. And he's like, or, uh, yeah, I don't want to yeah, wear and tear on my body. And the coach can't sit there in the middle of the fourth quarter of week 12 going, what's his pitch count? What's right. his run count? Right. Mm-hmm. Oh, he's at 48 carries yeah. in the last three it's weeks. It's not like baseball where they're going to yank Blake Snell in the middle of a World Series because of his pitch count. Or Kershaw with a perfect game Right, going. you know what I mean? Like, that's not yeah. the way it works in the NFL. The head coach doesn't want that reins or need those reins. Uh... If if those two things are are one, one are are not the issue, if it's dollars and cents, and it sounds like that with Fred Warner, with Fred saying when you know I've been through it, other guys when other right. guys go through it, you just let them go through it. They have to go through it. The it is, I want this. You don't want to give it to me. I want out. Right. And the answer to all your problems is more is money. It's more is money. More money for the lack of <laughs> you know greed for the lack of a better word is good. So. Yeah, short answer. He, if I'm a Niner fan, I want him holding in. Hold in. That's fine. And then show up week one and then just torch the hell out of Soldier Field. That and, might have a dome at some point. Did and, you see that story? No, I didn't see that. Because well, they'll move and they'll have a dome. Could you imagine? The Bears move out of Chicago to, some, you know, to somewhere in Chicagoland and put a dome over the top like they're the Vikings. Oh, my God. That would not go over well in Chicago. Yeah. So then the Soldier Field people are like, well, we'll just put a dome on Soldier Field and just, well, you can stay here. Just don't call it Acrisure, apparently. <laughs> and then there's then then the Niners are home for Seattle at Denver. Oh, wow. The Monday Nighter home for the Rams week four. That's going to be a Locked dynamite first loaded, month. Man. Dynamite first month on the road in Chicago, home for Seattle. Where, you know, it ain't going to be Baker Mayfield now, as you know. And could it be Jimmy G? Could it be James G? Who knows? At Denver, just because he, they can't quit Russell nor he them. And then home for the world champs on Monday Night Football. What a dynamite first month of the season for a team that finished up as one of the most intriguing teams of all of 2021. Let us take a break. Oof. When we come back on this program, I will hit on the Baker Mayfield acquisition by Carolina. What that means, my two cents on that. You know, if you want to have a phone call, 844-204-RICH. Number to dial here on this July Back to Work Monday. Hey, folks, it's time for the NFL draft, which means for me, I need a good night's sleep. Because if I don't have one, just not myself. You know the deal. 
you know exactly how important it is to have quality sleep. It's a game changer for all of us. So Sleep Number helps me. My Sleep Number setting is 60. My wife's setting is 70. We both get a great night's sleep because we could adjust the firmness of our mattress on each side. Improve your quality sleep because Sleep Number learns how you sleep thanks to their smart beds and provide personalized insights to help you sleep better. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Let's talk game time. Boy, do we love using game time tickets at the Rich Eisen Show. And every single time I've been watching the basketball playoffs on TV, I've been wondering what it would be like to be at these games. And when you choose your tickets on game time, you can see the view from your seat where the court is, where you are in relation to it. And then the all-in prices, that's my favorite feature. The all-in prices make sure that you see the lowest price guarantee and also know exactly how much everything costs all in before you purchase so all the guesswork is removed when you buy playoff tickets with game time download the game time app create an account and use my code rich for $20 off your first purchase terms apply visit gametime.co for restrictions again create an account redeem my code r-i-c-h for $20 off your first purchase download game time today last minute tickets lowest price guaranteed Back here on the Rich Eisen Show, 844-204-RICH, number to dial here on the program. So, um, biggest NFL story uh, while I was away in uh, in Italy. It hit uh, it hit the old wire. Oh, is that where you were? That's how I was. Oh, okay. I didn't yes. say that, by the way. That was him. Understood. What? <laughs> no, we're we're, we're going to get into this at some point That's today. the only thing I've said. We're gonna get, no, you, you've hardly said a word today. <laughs> well, I mean, people don't want to hear from me today. That's you've true. been gone for a That's while. That's not true. What are you talking about? Nobody. Really? How many people say how much they love you on this program? I get I get that more than anybody else here. <laughs> well, I've been oh, around, no, 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 no. You know, but okay. I'm just saying. No, well, no, I mean, you've been, you've been gone two weeks. In the very beginning, I used to get that about you guys. I, <laughs> So we're old now. Now, now the moment's no, about me. The disrespect. Has, has hashtag, been. hashtag the energy. The energy is shifting. That's it. Now, now I'm going to start attacking the Instagram post. The energy is shifting. Am I supposed to not root for my team? Like, hashtag the energy is shifting. I don't understand. Because when it's all over, you're going to be in the same place as my team, ringless. Oh, Ooh. is that right? In the in the baseball Ooh. season, we're talking about. Yeah, okay. I don't know that. Um, so, at any rate, <laughs> Baker Mayfield is now a Carolina Panther. Man, and uh, wildly, um, he is now in a quarterback competition with the quarterback chosen after him so in the NFL draft. That's so weird. A quarterback. I mean, the night in Dallas, Texas, when the Browns chose Baker Mayfield first, I still can't and the Jets, that. who had traded up into the third spot of that draft, choose Sam Darnold. Okay. You'd come up and told me that the two of them would be in the same quarterback room to start the 2022 season in Carolina. I would have told you, you're crazy. I'll have what you're having. Yeah, nobody would believe that. And yet here we are. <laughs> and yet here we are. And remarkably, the first team that the Carolina Panthers are facing this year are the Cleveland Browns. 
and uh, in Carolina. And how about this? Last year, Sam Darnold's first start, week one at home, against his former team. So it's a new tradition in Carolina. They're going to get somebody, and they're going to wind up starting against the former team. I love it. That's great. Because it's entirely possible neither of these quarterbacks start the 2023 season for the Carolina Panthers. <laughs> exactly. That's the crazy part about this trade. It's just exactly. like we're just we're just we're just we're just trying to go with the flow. Carolina Panthers, we're going with the flow. That's what they're doing. They're going with the flow and the flow is hey. uh, you know, we're 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 trying to catch fire. We're trying to catch fire. We're going with the flow. These aren't these aren't you know mantras that you usually have. So they're going to for take a season down, for a team. Keep pounding from the wall and put up. Just going with the flow. Going with the keep pounding's out. Out. Going with, trying go to with catch fire is one. <laughs> going with the flow is the other. Because what other way you going to? They say it's a quarterback competition now. It's a quarterback competition now, just like it was, I guess, in the Cleveland Browns draft room in 2018. Okay. Right. <laughs> and and the Browns chose Baker and left Sam Darnold for the Jets, and now they're both on the same team, and it is wild. And who the hell knows? I I, I would proffer to say, obviously, you'd say Darnold has a step up. Oh yeah, for sure. You know, Darnold's got to step up because he's been in the offense for more than a year, yeah. but it's a new offense. It's Ben McAdoo. Okay, let me talk about that. <laughs> if you had told me in 2018. That Darnold and Baker would be in the same quarterback room, and one of the guys who gets to decide who starts is Ben McAdoo. Do you have the the, the I don't have his call play sheet, sheet over anymore, there no. somewhere? The big diner card? <laughs> yeah. No, I don't have that anymore. Somewhere in our in our studio. I mean, just the ultimate of you can never you never know. And Baker actually coughed up money to get the hell out of Cleveland. No surprise there. And the Browns get a fifth-round pick. This is the thing that stopped me. In the 2024 draft, not next year. (laughs) Not next year. Oh, no. Oh, no, Cleveland fans. You will not realize the uh, rewards until the 2024 draft. (laughs) And that fifth-rounder, could uh, could eventually become a fourth rounder. Well, you got two years to figure it out. What if? What? If, oh, you've got a what if? What if oh. in eighteen they just the Browns just picked Josh Allen? Now that's the whole point. But this is playing the result. Guess, I hate this. No, yeah, but I mean it is what it is. No, 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 no. no, no. Well, you because, hate a lot because no. Here's the thing. <laughs> His point is that Josh Allen might not have had the right spot in Cleveland. Cleveland might not have been the right spot. Josh for Allen could him. be out of the league if he went so, to Cleveland. What, Maybe, but, but, but when you got a six-five quarterback to throw the ball a hundred yards in the air and runs a four-four forty, like so. So here's what That's here's here's what I'm here's what I'm saying. Because trust me, if I'm a Jet fan. I wish they had taken Josh Allen, but, you know, uh, Adam Gase might not have been the proper guy for him. Yeah, exactly. That, 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 that there's timing, there's there's uh, organizations, there's coaches. It's all got to work out. So, But the reason why I'm pointing out that Josh Allen is the name to, point, to, to mention here, and certainly, um, you know, Lamar Jackson as well, is that while that's happening in Carolina – you may see an AFC championship game between Josh Allen and Lamar Jackson. Hmm. 
For sure. Right? We could. And so I can't like, – like, you always say you have to wait five years to figure out what a draft is. This, this one – Was over in three, really. <laughs> it was, but, 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 which one of these guys is going to get the opportunity in Carolina and what will they do with it? And so it is just one of the most fascinating quarterback drafts you can imagine, okay, where Josh Rosen, bless him, where, where is he now? Is he? I think he's still in Atlanta. Okay, so he's sitting there waiting for an opportunity to, to drop in his lap. The top two quarterbacks taken in the draft are sitting in the same quarterback draft room in Carolina. And whoever gets the opportunity to start can grab the bull by the horns and stay and get a nice contract to stay. And the other one is going to have to find a new spot somewhere else. I mean, that's a huge quarterback competition that's about to unfold in Carolina. Who's going to get that opportunity? Because you can make the most of it if Christian McCaffrey stays healthy. And the other one, and the other one from that draft, who knows, could wind up just like Josh Rosen. Fact. Both of them could too. Both of them could be backup quarterbacks entering 2023 as well. Or on the flip side, you've got Lamar Jackson, who enters 2022 as the biggest shrug emoji quarterback. Normally, that's a phrase I use to say, you never know what's going to happen with this guy. The shrug is like, how the hell is he unsigned? I, I have no idea what's going on there. The only one who's as surefire as they come in this whole conversation is Josh Allen, who could be the MVP by the end of this year. Unbelievable. As for the Carolina situation, I have no I, I'm assuming Baker gets the gig. Well, they're gonna have him sit there week one after they make this acquisition and let Sam Darnold have at it against the uh Cleveland Browns? Got it. Okay. I okay. have no idea. Dude, you get Baker Mayfield in that spot and two young alpha males going at it. God bless the quarterback coach and McAdoo and and Matt Rule. What a situation that is. I've never heard of anything quite like it. And um and I'm assuming Mayfield gets that gig. You I mean just to just to say that you've seen what you got out of Sam Darnold last year. Unless Mayfield totally craps the bed in preseason. What, are you going to just have Baker hold a clipboard week one? Welcome to the team. That's your former team. We're not even going to – we'll just use you to say, what, what do you think Stefanski's going to run? <laughs> I mean, like, that's what you're going to – you're going to be the scout quarterback that week to try and figure out how Jacoby Brissett might work the offense. We're going to pick your brain, Baker, while we send Sam Darnold out there. The only way that they – I, I I can't imagine that happens. Not ideal. I can't imagine that. And the only way that Darnold does go out there is if Mayfield totally craps the bed. Darnold is so terrific that there would be a problem in the locker room if they hand Baker Mayfield the gig. I mean, you can't make decisions based on who your week one opponent is. Yeah, you can. And 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 on top of all of it, you make this deal. Because you don't know if Darnold's the guy. You want competition in a way, so you got to see what the other guy's going to do. When it all comes down to it, though, for Baker, I wish he got sent to Seattle. What a better situation that would have been for him. I think it would have been a better situation. You could sit here and say, Carolina's a better team than Seattle, Rich. Sure, you can say that about the roster. 
But anytime you think Pete Carroll and the Seahawks have nothing, they find something. They got, uh, you know, I mean, and. But what and, if that's Drew Locke? I, I just think Baker's a better quarterback than that guy. I mean, I don't, and I, I think Baker's, I agree with you, and I think Baker's but... a better quarterback than Sam Darnold as well. And I think Baker's going to win that job. And I think the Panthers would be nuts to go acquire him and start Darnold against his former team. And then what, then, then you turn to Baker, what, week three, week four, now we need you? I don't know. I saw that, and I thought to myself, like I said, it's going to be Baker's gig. You'd say quarterback competition all you want, and man, I wish he'd gone to Seattle. Those are my two cents on that subject. As for how Baker's going to do there, I mean, it's really on 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 coaching and the scheme and whether McCaffrey's going to be healthy. And Baker's going to be healthy. I hope he can be. It's going to be fun. Baker and Tom Brady twice a year. Good luck. Right? Baker and – how about that? Baker, when Baker plays Winston, it's two first overall – Quarterbacks who did did Winston even last four years with the Bucks? I think he was exactly just four. exactly there, right? Yeah. Wow, man. Same thing. And then we st- you you still cannot tell the story of the draft uh, of twenty eighteen draft. He did five. Yeah, James you can't five. you can't tell the story of the twenty eighteen draft yet. You got to see what happens in Carolina first. What a huge quarterback competition if it really is one. But I just again. Just to repeat, can't imagine. You acquire Baker Mayfield. You bring him in, and you still go with the guy that you thought so highly of that you had to bring Baker Mayfield in and start him against the team that Baker has all the incentive to go whip. And yeah, you make your decision based on week one. You go 1-0 in the NFL. Certainly when you're Carolina... By the way, here, here, it's just it, revenge tour. Well, they were three and last year, dude. Revenge tour. This is what you do. You start if you get Carolina. You look at their schedule. Carolina. You start Baker against Cleveland, and then send Ben McAdoo's offense at the Giants. McAdoo revenge. Tour. McAdoo revenge tour. Twenty twenty two. Make t shirts up right now. And then Baker versus Winston. Baker versus dude. You're gonna let your team go take on Kyler Murray. With Sam Darnold. Really? Really? What if he's better? Really? What if he's better? <sighs> That's the other thing, right? They what have a competition with okay, Sam Wynn. I got it. I got it. I mean, I get it. I got it. I think it's just going to be a bad can, year. Look, look, look at that no. schedule. It's going to be a Not really bad year. schedule looks for tough, Carolina. too. Again, I don't want to go into that business of schedule looks terrible because anybody last year who said, oh, we've got Cincinnati in December, we've got a made in the shade until December hit. Yo, but there's I no, I mean, come I hear on. you. Come I hear on. you. I don't know. Different teams. Baker catches fire. Again, that's what it's about. We can catch fire and go with the flow. 2022 Carolina Panthers. Baker is your third son. <laughs> Me? Yeah. I don't know. I do like him. I know you do. I like him. I know. I like I, maybe it's because I don't have to live with him. I'm I, not with him. I like his boxy. But. And again, if you're Carolina, you saw, like, why go get him? If you love Darnold so much, why go get him? It's weird. If you love Sam Darnold so much, why go get him? Here, here's why. Here's why. The, the coach is coaching for his job, right? right? So he's looking to get anything that'll get him W's. Because if he doesn't get nine of them, he's done. So you need to scratch together yes. a nine and seven season. Yes. And so who? who nine and eight. Who would, right. Whatever. Yeah, no. Whoever it takes. Yes. 
You know, so if it's Sam Darnold, if it's Baker Mayfield, yeah. if it's whoever, whoever, you got to do it. But and if, so you're just kind of grasping at straws at this point. And, and, but what if it costs you uh, a 2024 fifth becoming a fourth? <laughs> right? Right. I'm making your point for you. Thank you. 2024. <laughs> no sense. What the hell's happening? What the hell going on? You know what I mean? All right, we'll take a break. 844-204-RICH, number to dial. Overreaction Monday still to come here on this edition of the Rich Eisen Show. What's up, everyone? It's Reality Steve, your number one source for all things Bachelor Nation and reality TV. Every day, I'm giving you the the behind-the-scenes juice and your info on all your Bachelor Nation stories and also interviewing some of your favorite reality stars. My name has been synonymous with spoilers, but I'm so much more than that. Give me a listen. The Reality Steve Podcast, part of the Believe Network. Just search B-L-E-A-V on YouTube or wherever you listen. Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about how to think. Paula, while certainly you can mess up on a million dollars a year, it is far less likely than it is on $30,000 a year. Right. I would meet wonderful people that were struggling with a budget that was super tight. It was 100%. You need to make more money. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford Anything, wherever you listen. So that's how we're rolling here on the Rich Eisen Show, 844-204-RICH, number to Dom. Uh, so there is uh, something I want to tell you about right here. Um, let me see. Get the paperwork done right. Uh, oh, NetSuite. Let's talk about NetSuite right let's here. Let's do it. Um, let's just say um, at some point yesterday, big putt, right? And all of a sudden, uh, Cam Smith's hat fell in front of his eyes. Oh, jeez. Uh, poor visibility. It's terrible. That's terrible. It, it Maybe, just maybe, that's the way you're relying on your business. Poor visibility because you're still relying on spreadsheets and outdated finance software. To see the full picture, you need to upgrade to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system that gives you the full picture of your business. With visibility and control of your financials, inventory, HR, planning, budgeting, and more, NetSuite is everything you need all in one place. You can automate your manual processes and close your books in no time while staying well ahead of your competition. 93% of surveyed businesses increase their visibility and control after upgrading to NetSuite. Over 31,000 businesses already use NetSuite. This summer, NetSuite is a fine special financing program for those ready to upgrade at netsuite.com slash richradio. Make sure you go to netsuite.com slash richradio and throw in the rich radio for a special one-of-a-kind financing offer on the number one financial system for growing businesses. netsuite.com slash richradio. Be sure to include that rich radio. We'd appreciate that. So uh, maybe you can help with this, TJ. I do my best. As you know, uh, here in Los Angeles, California, Lakers fans lost their minds. Lakers. Am I referring to um, what happened with the Lakers season? No, I'm not referring to that. <laughs> Am I referring to Russell Westbrook being on the hook for 40-something million bucks? No, I'm not. I'm not, I'm not referring to that. Am I referring to the Warriors doing what they did? Lakers fans freaking out about that? No. I'm referring to the fact that the Lakers announced that uh, Staples, Staples Center is becoming uh, Crypto.com. Mm-hmm. And people around here thought that their entire Laker fandom <laughs> was wiped out. Was wiped out. <laughs> All those amazing Kobe Shaq years. Every gone. Gone. shot, every <laughs> shot Robert Ory made, gone. That comeback against the Blazers for oh. the ages, right? Yep. Yeah. 
the Kobe to Shaq hoop. Over. Phil Jackson, to use the phrase like, uh, you know, the good, uh, good, uh, good, the Godfather, like it never existed. Like severance, just poof, gone. Yes, AI. right. Like severance, <laughs> yeah, gone. Gone. AI stepping over loop. Wait, oh. wait, no, that was that. No, that no. was different. That was different. No, 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 I'm just saying all, 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 all the all the moments gone. Steeler fans have lost their minds. <laughs> yes. Now look, I understand that Heinz Field and that Heinz Ketchup is a that's a local mm-hmm. business, and when. They built their new stadium right on the confluence that Heinz had a deal with the Steelers. That made sense. It's a local product, a local business, putting their name. But it was a 20-year deal. Yeah. Amazing. 2001. It's the deal's up. Right. For about like 40-something million dollars. Well, the, here's the deal. Uh, the, 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 the Heinz in the 20-year deal, they paid $57 million. They even branded uh, how well, much money they gave. Well done. 57, you know. Well done. <laughs> varieties of millions. And uh, so it's $2.8 million a year. So the Steelers, they're, they're open for business. Uh, it's understandable, right? you, you got to have business as business. So they struck a deal with AcraSure. What? God bless you. They struck a deal with AcraSure. What's your sure? And it's a company based out of uh, Michigan, state of Michigan. Oh. Yeah. And uh, uh, they said, they told the Steelers, uh, you know what we've got for you? Uh, we've got 150 to $300 million. <laughs> oh, wait a second. <laughs> Heinz what? And thus today. Heinz who? The ketchup bottles, the famed ketchup bottles. The famed ketchup bottles in Pittsburgh, PA. Being removed, and and this video from that we see on Twitter that's going to be all over Pittsburgh fan pages and all over the news. It, it, it's it's like the Steeler fans are having their hearts ripped out. It's like Bettis never won going off into the sunset. It's like it's like Santonio Holmes never toe tapped the end zone. It's like Roethlisberger it's, didn't make that tackle when he it, spun around and it's against like the Colts. it's like Tomlin isn't one of the best coaches in the history of their franchise. It's like it, it's 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 as if they can't even figure out which way is up anymore as a Steeler fan. And all I will say is this: I understand it's emotional that this is a. Uh, how big is that ketchup bottle? It's huge. 30 feet? Oh, no, no, it's gigantic. Oh, There's two of them. And, and, and Del, Tufo's, Del Tufo's asking the same question as my 13-year-old Xander and my is 11-year-old coach. Is, is there actually ketchup, ketchup in there? Your kids love ketchup so much. Oh, my God. Taylor, not so much, which is great. Yeah, good for her. Good for her. Uh, I, I will just say this. I just want to say this to my Steeler fan friends out there. Because you know I have my your, your best interest in mind all the time. Yes. Right? I'm going to pull a Coach Dale here. Oh, Ooh. And just Shit measure the, the rim to the floor. Shit, we're getting the ball. Measure the rim to the floor. Measure, let's just use that, I guess. Measure the sideline to sideline, right? Measure the top of the stadium to the lower part of the stadium. Measure it all out. because well, the bottle's the, leaving. It's the same oh. stadium. <laughs> it's the same field. It's the same stadium. It's the same building. The memories still happened. You still have Heinz Ward. Okay, and half the people around the world thought you named the building after Heinz Ward until they saw the spelling and had a bottle of ketchup. It's not Akrasher Ward. He didn't change his name. 
It's not Acrisure Ward. It's the same building, folks. And and all the memories that you had in the old state, it, that one I understand. They took a wrecking ball to that place. Yeah, three rivers. They blew it up. It's still the same stadium. Yeah, but it's harder to say now. Acrisure, that's the issue, yeah, right? Yeah, because you're a Pittsburgher. You're like, hey, I'm going to go down to Heinz Field in that. And now you, what are you going to say? I'm going to go down to Acrisure in that? Like, Acrisure? It's too many syllables I, I, for Pittsburgh fans. No. <laughs> I get I'm trying it. to say that. No. Acrisure in that. <laughs> well, yeah, that's gone. <laughs> right. They like the blew Tito's. Up Heinz Field. Like, Place where all the memories happened, and Franco made the catch. No, that's Three Rivers. Exactly. Three Rivers. That's what I mean. Three Rivers. They blew it up. Exactly. It's gone. I used to work at Three Rivers. Here's the problem. This was amazing. And I understand the problem is, again, that Heinz is a local business, Mm -hmm. and you also know what it is. Yeah. Okay? You could put a ketchup bottle up there. Yep. You put a ketchup bottle up there. We all know what Heinz is. You pour the ketchup out. We all know what Heinz is. Quick tip. Quick tip. When you open a new bottle of Heinz, just you tap the 57 with the base of your hand. It comes flowing out. Yeah. Unbelievable. Shake it. The ketchup comes out. It's pop, just a public it's a public service. I keep providing public services. I thought more right people now. knew they don't know. But here's the problem. Pop, pop. Here's the problem is that you can ask, like, what's Acrisure? Who are they? Okay, again. Can we guess? Now, here, I it don't is. Know. here it is. Here it is. The problem is, is that when you go to their website and they tell you who they are, you still don't know. <laughs> Acrisure sounds here like something you drink for bubble guts. No, it's, it does sound like the, the company in Severance. Yeah. A gl- here it is. A go- uh, here, this, this is their description. <laughs> a global fintech leader. What's fintech? fintech I think what? financial and tech. Finnish oh. technology, okay. bro. What are you talking about? Sure. Here, you, tell me, you tell me if you know you tell me if you know what they are after I'm about to tell you. Acrisure provides customers with intelligence-driven financial services, solutions for insurance, reinsurance, real estate services, cyber services, and asset and wealth management. It's made up. It- None of that is real. <laughs> no, they take care of your well. Your your. I go to Google. What kind of company is Acrisure? Oh, Acrisure LLC provides insurance services. The company offers claims department, life and health insurance programs, estate planning, property and casualty, employee benefits, commercial and personal insurance. Yeah, they watch your money. I get it. It's not like a bottle of ketchup where you're what like, you mean, oh, I know what that does. <laughs> I get it. You put it on stuff. Yes. You eat it. And, uh, yes. You eat it. And, 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 and you can have arguments whether you're a freak or not because, yeah, I put it on a hot dog. Back off. Yes, I oh, do too, Rich. All right. Oh, and I know I'm opening a too. whole other can of worms. I do too. I can't put no Acrisure on a hot dog. You can't. No. You I'm can gonna, ensure I'm gonna that after you can eat you the hot dog. Can you put Acrisure on a hot dog? You can't. So you look at a ketchup bottle like, oh, I don't know what that is. I don't know where the company is. It's a state. It's somebody from Michigan coming in with their with their uh, reinsurance services. But the bottom line is, they're not taking the banners down. Pittsburgh friends, <laughs> just the ketchup bottle. <laughs>